Fran Lebowitz has been described as a modern-day Dorothy Parker, a social commentator and truth-teller known for her sharp wit and unique sense of style. The author, occasional actor and contributing editor at Vanity Fair doesn't hold back on anything from celebrity culture to sexual harassment and Donald Trump. Fran Lebowitz will be visiting Australia for the first time next year to speak at the All About Women event at the Sydney Opera House. She joined me earlier from New York. Fran Lebowitz, welcome to Late Line. Thank you. Now, you're heading to Australia when both our countries, Americans and Australians, are in the grip of seeing alleged sexual predators being outed, they're being shamed, they're losing their jobs. What do you make of that whole Me Too movement and where is it headed? Well, you know, I mean, all the women I know, including myself, think that they've barely scratched the surface. And the men I know are starting to say, don't you think this is a witch hunt? Um, I don't think it's a witch hunt, by the way, because uh, people always use that, that phrase incorrectly. The reason you call something a witch hunt is because there's no such thing as witches. You know, there clearly is such a thing as like Harvey Weinstein or the rest of these people. So, you know, I didn't know what was also going on in Australia. Um, for someone of my age, it's amazing to me because this has always been the case. This has always been going on. You know, there was just never anything people could do about it. Is there an issue of context about how certain behaviours were acceptable at a certain time that may not be acceptable now? Yes, I mean, that's true in, you know, for all people who are, like, you know, under the thumb of other people. Yes, there was a time when we had legal slavery in the United States, you know. Um, so, yes, certainly when I was a young girl, you know, um, this was just part of the, you know, privilege of being a man to act this way. Now, I, I do think that we should separate the things that are actual rapes, you know, which are crimes, you know. Those things are just crimes, you know. Uh, but the other things, you know, they were, I mean, some of this stuff, you know, started in, the, in America, it started in the movie business. And if you take the actual crime out of it, you know, basically, I would just describe this to you as the movie business. The one thing that most of these men seem to have in common is none of these things that have been described publicly really strike me as any sort of adult form of sex. You know, I mean, even if you take the crime out of it, the rest of it seems to be, you know, the sort of thing that, like, a really unappealing nine-year-old boy would think of. So how is it then that in the context of all of this that Donald Trump, for all his comments and deeds, manages to hold on to the presidency and enjoy a good degree of support among Republicans particularly? Well, to me, you know, it's a disgrace to the Republicans that he has any support. You know, his actual supporters, you know, what they always call the Trump base, and believe me, the word base has never been used in all of its uh, meanings more uh, accurately, um, I actually think that Donald Trump is a cult figure. You know, I don't think, you know, when people keep saying we have this horrible tax bill uh, before the Congress now, and everyone keeps saying, but his supporters, you know, they mostly don't have money, except, you know, the 10 rich people who they made the tax bill for. Um, wait till they find out they're going to lose their health care, they're going to lose this, they're going to be furious. And I said, they don't seem to care about themselves at all. You know, I think that the support of Donald Trump is the support of any other, like, cult leader. And I think, basically, Trump's appeal is racism, pure and simple. And as long as they're allowed to express their bigotry at these rallies, which really remind someone my age of George Wallace rallies, they're like Klan rallies, that seems to be enough for them. Now, speaking of rallies, the conservative commentator Milo Yiannopoulos is on a speaking tour of Australia at the moment, and he's imploring Australians not to go down the path of what he calls the identity politics of America and to reject political correctness, which he calls enforced lying. 
What is it about him, do you think, that polarizes so many people? You know, I think that someone like him, he's basically, you know, this guy is just basically a kind of a scam artist. I mean, you know, when people say, what do you think of his ideas? These are not ideas. These are not even notions. Um, you know, he's just getting your attention. Uh, the fact that these so-called ideas, you know, exist now with the president of the United States and the Congress, that is very dangerous. This guy is not even peripheral. Um, so I don't care, you know, what he says. It doesn't matter to me. Um, I do think that, you know, identity politics, you know, this is, what do they think that, you know, all of this, you know, kind of white supremacist stuff is? This, you know, neo-Nazi stuff, that's identity politics too. You know, I don't think it's the best thing. I think politics really used to be and should be basically about money, by which I mean people should be allied with economic interests. You know, then you certainly wouldn't have the people supporting Trump who support Trump. Now, the U.S. Supreme Court has ruled in favor of President Trump's travel ban on six mainly Muslim countries, and this is the third versioning of that policy. What will the impact be there at home and abroad? Well, for me personally, it's not going to have impact except that I... You know, it's un, it is so clearly unconstitutional, this, this travel ban, you know, that if we had anything like a reasonable Supreme Court, this wouldn't take two seconds. You know, I just heard this before a few hours ago. It's shocking. Of course, you cannot do this. I know they're doing it. You know, uh, it seems to me that for the last year, all I've been saying every day, 10 times a day, is you can't do this. And then they do this. You know, you can't do this. I know they're doing it, but you can't do this. I don't know what else to say. If I was in charge, we wouldn't be doing this. Well, we've heard that over and over again in the course of the past nearly one year of the Trump presidency, which you famously predicted would not happen because, in your words, there would not be enough morons to elect him. How do you reflect on that assessment now, nearly one year on? Well, apparently there were enough morons, you know. I mean, no one has ever called me a cockeyed optimist before. I did spend an entire year going around the country saying, don't be ridiculous, he has zero chance of winning. Um, <clears throat> now, of course, I was unaware that he was getting, you know, all this, you know, Russian help. Um, you know, he did, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton did get, you know, three million more votes. Uh, in any other country, she would have won, you know, so that... Uh, you know, I was wrong, and believe me, I'm sorry I was wrong. I could not be sorrier. Um, you know, I, it really shocked me. I'm still in somewhat of a shit. You know, t truthfully, still the phrase President Trump is so jarring to me. I find it interesting that you don't own a smartphone. You're very proud of that. You don't use social media. Do you ever feel like you're missing out considering how much of this public discourse is taking place online? You know, I'm actually not proud of not owning any of these things. I don't own them because I have an antipathy to machinery of any sort. I don't own any old machines either. I never had typewriter. Um, well, I seem to know enough to be in a constant state of rage. How much more could I have to know? I mean, also, people are always telling you, literally, it's made New York, I wouldn't say friendlier, but people literally stop you in the street, showing you on their phone the latest crazy thing he did. Fran Leibowitz, thank you for joining us on Lightline. Well, thank you.